All right, welcome to the Sports Reverends Podcast. I'm joined with my co-host, Drew Martin, and I'm also joined (laughs) with my big bro, the coach, who loves the numbers and the analytics and and, and and he brings our I guess the, the, the flavor we'll say. And and myself, my name's Dan Chandran and we love sports. And uh, how you guys doing? How you doing, Drew? Am I allowed to talk now? Yes. <laughs> and you sound yeah. great. I'm doing good. Good, how good. How about you, Coach? I'm a little embarrassed you said our last name wrong. How did I, I say your last name wrong? I, you guys are going to have to listen to the tape, but comment section, please let them know you said it wrong. I'm great, though. I'm great. It's Wednesday. We're in We're in the T-dot. There's no snow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, the way we start, we start with the Sports Reverend's quick hitter news. So let's get into it. The sports around the world. First things first, the Americans crushed the Europeans in the, in the Ryder Cup, 19-9. to 9, Largest margin of victory in the Ryder Cup history. The captain of the Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman, signs with the Bucks. Marcus Simeon has hit the most home runs for a second baseman, I believe 44. Manny Pacquiao retires from boxing, I believe again. <laughs> and and Josh Gordon, he's back again, and he signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. Before oh, we go anywhere else, back. yeah, oh, will he stay back. back? Let's hear a word from our sponsors, and I guess I'm up first for that. I'm wearing our sponsors right here, our one bone shirt, and someone's got mad at me because apparently it's not my turn to do commercial. So I don't care. I'm talking about it because One Bone just came out with pants as well. And you can save 15% if you use the, if you use the code SPORTSREVS15. SPORTSREVS15. I'm telling you, it's the best shirts, sweaters, long sleeves, waffle weave that you will ever put on your body. It's, it's not just for big guys. It's for all, big, tall, and all. So, yeah, even you... Jordan Jeans, like you fit it too, man. They got sizes for everybody. Everybody. So check it out. Onebone.com. Or you can check it out at the sportsreverence.com and, and see all of our sponsorships there. Let's get into it. We're getting the NFL week four. And we I would say, fellas, we we kind of been following the storyline all of last season. And now they're heading to head-to-head game versus Brady versus Belichick and Brady's going to Foxborough. I'll throw it to you guys first. Let's hear your thoughts. Are you guys excited? You think it's going to be a good game? Is it, you know, is this actually the most anticipated game in NFL history as some are saying? No, it's going to be a terrible game. Uh the Bucks are just a far superior team than most teams in the NFL. And uh this is sort of a tired storyline, I think, with Belichick and Brady. Um, I think everyone has sort of acknowledged. Like, I didn't want to acknowledge it either. I, I fought against this a lot last year that Belichick was actually doing a better job. But, yeah, Brady, Brady's not human. So, 
No. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I probably won't even watch this game. It's wow. The Bucks. The Bucks are just too good. I'm. I'm interested to see the first series that Brady steps on the field. Right. It's his first time coming back. He's either going to go out there and just destroy because he knows it so well, or he's going to have a bit of a, an emotional aspect to him, and it's going to might be a you know a short short series. Now I agree with Drew. I think the Bucks will blow him out. Um, I don't think Mac Jones can live up to the pressure in this game, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I also don't think, and I, yeah, you're right. I think Drew, you nailed it on the head. It's it's a tired storyline, with Brady winning the Super Bowl. It just kind of puts a stamp on his legacy. Um, you know, it's, you guys are such Debbies. Like this is this wow. is the beautiful romance of of the NFL, where you know Brady is going to his ex girlfriend's place. And, and he's going to look as beautiful as possible. And he's going to come out, like, coming for blood to, like, to destroy the Patriots. Not only yeah, Brady, that, Gronk, too. And that, That's just how Tom Brady treats every football game, though. Like, it's, it's not going to be – you have to be human to have emotions. He's not going to have any <laughs> emotions coming into this game. So, so you don't think what the Patriots are, Patriots are going to put on the best slideshow ever, the most romantic and, and uplifting thing. You don't think it's going to affect him at all. Like all that, all that history there. And, I don't and, think he'll watch the screen. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yes, he will. He's got to. He's got to. If I'm the Patriots, I'm trying to butter him up as best as I can, get him emotional, and think- that will give him a shot. I think Gronk gets more emotional than Brady. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he would. That's just regardless. He it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's pumped up or if he's crying. You don't think Brady or Belichick will shed a tear? No, not at all. Why would they? Why would you cry about it? Well, it's just an emo. It's an like they they're the greatest. It's not though. It's not. They're not it's gonna not shed an emotional. Each, they're not gonna not gonna shed a tear to each other. Like, well, like. Yeah, maybe not to each other, um, but like you know, when they when they do, you think they'll like hug or they're gonna like no, at the beginning no. of the game or at the end. Brady Brady left because of Belichick. That's what I'm saying. Does Why would he hug him? Well, because like it's whole, like the whole, whole ex girlfriend analogy is so strange here because like ex girlfriend romance came coming for blood. And I didn't want to hug at the end of this, like no. Well, because you don't want you gotta act. You gotta act like you're, you know. You gotta act like you've been there, you know. It's like Brady. If if you're taking his girlfriend analogy, Brady just got married to like a supermodel, which he did in real life by winning the Super Bowl. So he's like already won. So like he's gonna go to his ex girlfriend's place, flash the ring, and be like, "Boom, see you later." I think it's more like Gladiator when (laughs) Russell Crowe comes back. I, I think it's apt. That's an apt uh, comparison. Yeah, I think you're wrong on this one, Daniel. I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, what about this? What about this? Does the Patriots? What What can the Patriots do to win nothing. this game? Nothing. Nothing. The only thing they can do is control the clock, and that's that's it. Like we we all know Brady can score in like ten seconds, sure, but like the best chance they have is to just control the clock. Eat time and hope they score a touchdown instead of a field goal. They got they got to turn into a slugfest. That's the only way, that's the only way I see this changing. Okay, 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 okay. Well, coach, you lead us the next way here. 
This is your. Oh, this is a, oh, I guess both. This is both of you guys. Both, hey? both of you guys. I was super surprised by this game. I thought the I thought the Packers would blow out the Niners, and it looked like that for the first half. Uh, I was I was I was surprised that the Packers. De- well, I was surprised that the, more surprised that San Francisco's offense got rolling than the Packers' de- inability to stop them. But I was extremely surprised that San Francisco caved in that last drive. Like it wasn't even, it was like varsity versus JV. It was ridiculous. And yeah, it was, the guys got under 40 seconds to score. Okay. Your defense is supposed to be a vaunted defense. supposed to be strong. They played incredible defense. Aaron Rodgers just played perfect football and you could not cover those throws that he made it was incredible sure i don't know look end of the day i'm always going to blame the defense when they can't stop you in 40 seconds you got time on your side you know the refs yeah we'll leave the refs out of it but time on your side you get to be more aggressive you just gotta stop the guys yes we all know great offense beats good defense right you know that's the story but in this case it shouldn't have happened the Packers are becoming the kings of making games closer than they need to be. Like they were losing to Detroit at halftime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and uh, yeah, this this game shouldn't have been this close. They should have they should have had the game locked by the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers finally had a come from behind win he doesn't do that very often actually mm-hmm. um so it was good to right. see that yeah, that's true i thought there should have been i don't know if you guys remember this but i thought there should have been a targeting the head penalty on that hit on adams yeah like, that fair. was that was ridiculous so for him to bounce um, back up like like that's wow. incredible i thought he died yeah. I, I, I gotta wonder what's if you know he's got some cte going on for sure yeah because that was that's some that was nuts i i do like the fact that I know Adams still got 12 receptions, 132 yards, but I, I like that Aaron was Aaron was spreading the ball around, got some different receivers involved. Yeah. Because um, we're going to need that going forward when you face teams that have a lockdown corner that can just shadow Adams. So it's good to see, what, seven, eight receivers get receptions. So, like Green Bay's, that. like, their defense actually looked good. And and they're both both O line and D line looked pretty good too. Like usually they get bullied, right? But they were physical. They were like like nasty on the line. And so Green Bay looks like a well oiled machine now. From especially compared to like week one to now, it's like wow, they look well, like a contender. They're still missing their best player on either side of the ball. Yeah, that's right. Like they're missing Bakhtiari and they're missing Zadarius Smith. So yeah, and the, the question is, can they put together for four quarters straight? Yeah, on both well, sides. Well, if they can, they're gonna tear up the NFC, right? So it's kind of like you measure the measuring stick right now f- for them is obviously the Bucks, right? Like, and now that mm-hmm. they have a a lockdown corner, I forget his name, but he's really good. Jay Jair Alexander. Yeah, it's, he's one of the best in the league, if not the best. And uh, so, so he can like neutralize one of the top of the Bucks guys, right? It just they're they're pretty primed to be. A, beat a team like the bucks and if you remember they were they they were like what 10 points ahead going to the fourth uh against the bucks uh last year in the playoffs right 
mm-hmm. and the Bucks came back and won. So they had them on the ropes. So you never know. You never know. Never know. It's, it's wild times. Wild times yeah. in the NFL. But still the same teams come to the Kingdom of the Tupac. Are you guys still are you guys hyped on the 49ers like many, many, many analysts? I am not at all. No. I know Joel is fan not put the fans thing aside. No, I, I, I'm a realist when it comes to, to my teams. And uh, you're getting average at best quarterback play with Garoppolo. Uh, the defense has slipped a little bit. So in that division, it's still Seattle on top. Arizona's making a huge push, right? So, and and the Rams. The Rams are great. Oh, yeah. Rams. So it, it, Best division opinion, in football. In, in my opinion... I expect them to finish third or fourth in that division, really. You know, yeah. so yeah. It, it, I'm I am a bit perturbed by the amount of of analysts picking the Niners because they haven't shown it since since that run to the Super Bowl. Um, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of things have been predicated on on potential and you know, oh, guys got hurt, whatever. It, it, it comes to a point where you got to get past that and say it is. They are who they are, right? They're a flawed football team. They have they have some gaps, and maybe the rookie quarterback is the answer. But at two and one, Garoppolo is playing good, man. Garoppolo he's like good, but it's, he played, it's consistency, he made some... right? It's consistency. It's when you look at the at the 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 best teams in the NFL, they get consistent quarterback play in a in week in week out. Save your rookie thought because we're going to talk about that in yeah, a bit. Yeah, I know. We'll go from the best division in football to a lot would say the worst. Some would say the second worst. Um, but how about them Cowboys? Come on now. Are you guys ready? You know, at least acknowledge that they are a playoff, like a real playoff team if they even weren't in the NFC East. No. You guys are still, no, just no. done with the, don't think the Cowboys are real at all. Look, they're no. gonna win this Come division. On, get real, this get real, guys. Micah Parsons is incredible. Okay, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. And we and they were missing like five to six guys on defense because of COVID and or injury or there was also a suspension because um, of uh, substance abuse or whatever, something like that. Uh, PEDs and uh, so that's still like a core of their defense wasn't even there. I'm just saying someone needs to give Dan Quinn like just a, a whole ton of something because that just compare their defense to what they were from last year they were historically bad to now it just it's very very cool to see that and their, their worst coach right now is probably uh what's his face um or head coach Mc, Mc, mccarthy McCarthy? um yeah, he's uh, because he can't manage a clock uh for anyone's uh for anyone's for just he can't manage a clock his own life he can't save terrible his own life but, Drew, uh, you go yeah. first Why? Just set, just set my brother straight, please. I, I just don't understand this team. Like, I, I can't, I can't figure out what, what their identity is. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to figure out. Like to me, Tony Pollard looks way more explosive than Zeke. Oh, come and, on, Zeke looked good last game. Well, they're playing the Eagles. Like, you and I would look good against the Eagles. Come on. No, I wouldn't. I'm terrible. I'm out of shape. And Amari Cooper still hasn't shown what he can do. Like, who who's who's their top guy? You need to know who the man is in the room. Like, who is it? 
I think I agree with you on that. You know when uh, Aaron Rodgers said who he was looking for at the last play? He knew it was Devontae Adams. I think yeah. they need to have that for sure with Amari Cooper. Um, but I think they're a well-rounded offense still. I think uh, Kellen Moore is doing a great job. He's called three really good games in a row. But I, I, Here's the talent's there. We all know the talent is there. But the same thing I said about San Francisco applies to Dallas. It's the inconsistency that's going to kill them, right? So, yeah, sure. Where have they been inconsistent? For the entire span of the Dallas Cowboys, they've been inconsistent, right? Yeah. There's always a lot of potential. It's always a lot of could do this, could have, should have, would have, but they don't get it done. So, Especially in the last two and a half decades. I know, I know, I know. My point okay. is, my point is, let's get through the regular season. We're going to assume they're in the playoffs, and – let them do some damage in the playoffs first before we get on the bandwagon. It just—I'll awesome. just say—it just seems like they have gotten a lot of things right instead of just like hype about getting things right. And I'll just say that. With that being no, said, let's go next. to Las Vegas. Derek Carr. How do you Raider guys Nation. like? Wow, Raiders are looking really good. And um, what are we talking about? Three and zero. Three and zero. That's surprising. Three and zero without Josh Jacobs. Yeah, that's wild. And that's they're, wild. They're, who are they playing this week? They are playing... Chargers. Monday Nighter. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a real litmus test for them, I think. That's a um, game. A, a, a litmus test for both teams, right? So if if we get another nail-biter like we did with the Ravens, I might call in sick to work on Tuesday. Because <laughs> it'll be a nice yeah. late game, right? Come on. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, I, I've always liked Derek Carr. Um, and he's finally getting kind of the props he deserves. Let's just see how long they can take this because that division is up for grabs at this moment. Yeah, I, I've, I've always liked Derek Carr too. I think he gets disrespected in a lot of the when you talk about best QBs. Mm. I think he's up there. Some would argue five or six. Like, yeah. most, but you ask most people, oh how high do you think Derek Carr is? I don't think they'd put them in his top 10. Yeah. So, uh, let alone but, top 10. Some would put them lower. Right. When you, but when you look at the weapons he's now got, like rugs is starting to ball. Yeah. Wall, Waller is almost unstoppable. Yeah. Like he, he's really up there with the Kelsey's and the Kittles. Uh, and he, he just looks for him all game long. Yeah. And uh, they've got a decent O-line now that's pushing. Like Peyton Barber rushed for over 100 yards. Um, and Miami's defense is for real. So Yeah. They're a good squad, yeah. This game, I think, shouldn't have gone to overtime. Like, they should have won uh, in regulation. Uh, but I am I think this will be a close game. And I think so, too. Now, close in the high scoring sense, or close? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it'll be. I think it'll be back and forth, and I don't know if the Raiders have the ball last. I think they win because Derek Carr. He's just got something different. Like he plays with that chip on his shoulder because mm-hmm. he's always been overlooked, and and uh, and yeah, he he actually, I, I heard Colin uh, Cowherd describe uh, uh, compare him to Tony Romo a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. of his fourth quarter accuracy, correct? Like, yeah. is this yeah. incredible? Um, yeah. 
Well, that's a good um, talk because Chargers, they're playing the Chargers. Chargers just coming off the win of the Chiefs. Epic, epic win. And so we're going to the Chiefs right now. Chiefs. Chiefs. One and two. Almost could be 0 and 3 or could be 2 and 1. Who knows? Um, what do you guys think? Are the are the Chiefs in trouble? Is that weird to say? It's so weird to hear that. Are the Chiefs in trouble? Uh, I'm going to stick to what I said last week. They've played a lot of football over the last couple of years. So lose a few games. No big deal. Either they end up in the wild card position, make some noise in the playoffs. I mean, you still got Mahomes, all his weapons. The defense is looking okay. You throw in uh, Smokey and the Bandit over there, and uh, who knows what could happen. It's just a rush. Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think the problem that the Chiefs are having is they're becoming predictable mm. in what they're going to do. Mm. Like they, they cannot run the football. Like, no. You're just terrifying. And if you don't have a running game in today's NFL, like look at the or top teams. Or at least teams. the threat of one. Right. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They don't have the threat of it. And um, I think they try to get them in Ceh uh, involved in their first or second drive, and if it's not working, they just completely abandon it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Andy Reid, though, right? <laughs> yeah. But you know. We we've seen Andy Reid use running like when they had Kareem Hunt, Hunt like he was involved yeah. a lot and yeah. we've been waiting to see that like he's good so I don't know what the problem is it's sort of like talking about that Eagles Cowboys game Miles Sanders rushed the ball two times the yeah, whole that's, game that's yeah that's bad game planning that's just yeah. terror like Jalen Hurts shouldn't be throwing that much and. Right, like yeah, so, yeah. maybe that's the same thing for the Chiefs, right? Maybe they need to rely on their run a little bit, trust it, because I don't think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is that bad. No, he's no. not, and and fantasy owners bought in on him, like thinking <laughs> that he was going to be used, and now this year he's been been completely abandoned. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Let's put it that way. If they, they need to win this week, I think, to kind of put some of those oh, doubts. Th- this will be a statement game for sure. Yeah. All right. Who do they play? Eagles. Uh, yeah, Eagles. Oh, yeah. They're going to dominate. <laughs> but they, they, they need to, though. They need to really come out sharp and put the league back on notice. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, they definitely will. They definitely will. Well, hey, what's next here, boys? You want to go to commercial number two? I wanted you to read that next line. Oh, the Revs go 3-0 in our picks? Is that what you want us to do? Locks of the week. Locks of the week is 3-0. Drew's is definitely going to be a lock. Okay, Um, explain how it works, Coach. So we each pick a team or a matchup, and we pick a winner. Simple as that. Last week, Dan picked the Cowboys. Lock. Last week, Drew picked the the Jets to lose. Lock. And uh, last week, I picked the uh, Raiders to win. You went three and zero. Do you guys want to pick them again this week? See what we got here. Oh boy, it's that time. We're picking them. Yeah, why not? We're right here. Uh, Dibs, Kansas City. Boom. You're picking Kansas City. All right, Drew, lock it in. All right, let's uh, stay on schedule here. Tennessee Titans are gonna beat <laughs> the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Drew's gonna pick everyone who's playing the Jets. I'm picking everyone who's playing the rest of the NFC East. 
Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'm I'm going uh Dolphins over Colts. I'm, I'm stretching myself. Wow. Ooh, Dolphins wow. over Colts, yeah. That's oh, there was there was so many better options. I know, but <laughs> it's not it's not I gotta have a little bit of excitement in my life here. Maybe because of Brissette no Tua, maybe I can't. We'll no, see. I don't like it at all. This is it's a terrible okay. pick. Okay. We'll see what happens. Are you sure? He locked it in. It's already locked. Locked. In. Locked. Um, all right. Go. We're going to another commercial. I guess this one's me again, eh, boys? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you stole mine. I stole Drew's. Well, here's your word from our sponsors. Well, I'm talking about uh, a sponsor that's dear and close to my heart. Uh, it's near called and Near and Dear. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Sports Red Drew. Near and dear to my heart. It's called Urban Hope. Urban Hope is a kids and youth mentorship program that I run in downtown Toronto. Uh, we give opportunities for kids and youth that live in the inner city to um, have developmental mentorship skills, learn leadership skills, and uh, put those into action. And uh, they get to grow with each other. My brother, the coach, is now joined in on the team as well. He is joined as our uh, the coach of our Urban Hope uh, basketball program that we are starting. We're creating a program that gives uh, a lot of these students that have some very good skills an opportunity to play in the, uh, the district level, um, which they probably couldn't prior to this so this is a pretty cool opportunity if you're if you're able to support in any way you can uh, do so by going to the sportsreverence.com you can donate through that way and uh, we appreciate all your help and and we're excited to see what uh, what's to come for all these students all right and we're back <laughs> um now this should be joel are the coach saying this because he's the eldest but i'm going to introduce this as the way that uh um is, is, is as fitting because i'm putting on my old grumpy man for this part of the conversation uh the the nfl has this you know new phenomena of starting all these rookie quarterbacks and we've seen this through the first three weeks that it's just not a good idea i think if you are a rookie, you need to sit behind someone for at least a year. For some of them, it has to be more than a year. I think for someone like Jordan Love and the Packers, this is a great situation for him to sit another year because he seems to have a, a lot of talent, uh, but he wouldn't be ready to play the games now. It's like it's like these rookie quarterbacks are playing a totally different game than, than these veterans. And uh, uh, so I'm putting on that old grumpy man, and saying, "Hey, let the let the young men let the young ones learn first before they get in the game." I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. Now, most of the time, you'd be right with that take. Oh, and I'm I would right. agree with you, and I would agree with you. <laughs> um, however, more and more guys are, are coming ready to go, right? Like. You look at look at Trevor Lawrence's situation. That team is garbage. No team's garbage, right? Mac Jones kind of has the best situation to think about out of all of them. But like you put Trevor Lawrence in his shoes, that Patriots team is significantly better. Now, I I do think I I did like stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. Did like what Chicago was doing. No, you um, didn't. 
I did because they kept him on the sidelines. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then when Dalton went down, like he was their only choice. No, right? like, they have Nick I'm, Foles, a I, Super Bowl I, winning quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Nick who? Like, there's got to be a reason why he's not playing. Like, how, how did Andy Dalton beat him up for a spot? Right. I don't know. So there's got to be. Well, Andy Dalton's not that terrible. Yeah, but like, he's not that great. He's he's past his prime. So usually, Daniel, I I would be like 100% on board with you. I just think you gotta take it player by player, and the teams that this year rushed their guys in, we're seeing the effects of that. That's, yeah, it, uh, it's just so tough because if you're gonna be a top quarterback pick your team sucks like that's just how it goes the best situations to go to is if we look down the line is being a late first round quarterback and sit your first year that's yeah. what we saw with Mahomes with Alex Smith Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre he even sat a couple years like yeah I think the I think the best quarterbacks don't don't get thrown in I think I think the best we've seen in the last few years. Justin Herbert. Been, yeah, Justin Herbert. He broke all the records and went, what, yeah. six and nine. Yeah, but he wasn't even slated. He he only started because of injury. Yeah, Tyron Taylor got yeah. punctured in the um, <laughs> Like I just don't think it's a, it's a smart move, like especially Zach Wilson, who is not very good to begin with. Like, I just don't see what everyone's all hyped about with Zach Wilson. I think ever since Russell Wilson came into the league as this smaller guy who could run around and make plays, everyone's looking for Russell Wilson, but everyone forgets that he was not a top draft pick. Like, yeah, this is not the, this is not the quarterback you're traditionally looking for. Trevor Lawrence looks the part uh he's been terrible but his team is also terrible and um yeah but you know what that team is not too far removed from making a were they did they go to the super bowl that year who that one that oh. year with blake bortles no uh, it wasn't the super bowl i am i think they did no a quick Google check will find out for us. I'm it was certain a, it was they a, didn't. It was at least the championship game. Maybe. I think it was, I think it was a championship game, yeah, but not uh... definitely not Super Bowl. But but they but. have pe- the point I'm trying to make is they have yeah. back with MGD, right? No. Maurice Jones Drew? No? Not not even that far back. No. They went to the championship game like within the last five years, yeah. six years? With J- with Jalen Ramsey and that. Yeah, the AFC championship game against the Patriots. Yeah. They were winning that game too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was uh, what year was it? It was pretty. What, what year is it? It says 2018. So, and they still okay. have pieces from that team. That's yeah. all I'm saying. They're. Yeah. I think they fixed the O line. They've got two running backs. Etienne's hurt for the year. They got him next year. They've got receivers all over the place. Yeah. And. Uh, I think Lawrence is in the best situation going forward. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, unless they, they unless Lance count. unless Lance starts playing, like I kind of like Lance Chicago actually, situation though. No, Chicago minus terrible. minus Chicago, the coaching Chicago staff. Chicago has zero money in cap space yeah. to do anything. 
so they won't be able to add to that team and the pieces they have obviously aren't good enough yeah um i think i think you're right i think trevor lawrence isn't the best situation you never know because like new england spent a lot of money and typically teams that spend a lot of money in free agency don't do well for the regular season um and I 100% agree with you. Chicago is capped out. Like they're just capped out. And it's, 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 we've with aging, seen with aging players too. Yes. And we've seen, we've seen some untradeable contracts be traded, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done for that Chicago team. Um, so I think it really depends on, on the quarterbacks. Like some of them, like Jordan Love, is he ever going to play in the NFL? Well, once Aaron Rodgers leaves next year, they might, dra- they might just draft somebody else. Hey, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers looked pretty pumped to be in Green Bay the other day. Yeah. Just saying. He also looked pretty his pumped tone, to be on Jeopardy, too. His tone has totally changed from Win- week. winning will do that. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, they've been winning for a, a lot long of, time. And there's a lot of they're money for a long time. on the stakes, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel bad for some of these quarterbacks because they come in a lot of, lot of hype. And... Justin Fields threw for one yard, guys. I know. Come on. I know. Zach Wilson's like, thrown like. How many interceptions already? Okay, but like, part of that is also coaching staff too. Of course, like like Matt Nagy, 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 whatever. Like he's terrible. Yeah, the the Bears are just like I don't understand. Like, and this I'm just gonna go on a a bit of a sidebar, but like, pro sports likes to recycle a lot of their coaches. Like, how does John Tortorella still have a job? He's a terrible coach, right? Things like that. He's a terrible coach. That's that's debatable. I. Okay, look, he's he's good with the X's and O's, bad with the players. Everywhere he's gone, right? Every- There's always coaches that just that get recycled. That sounds like a player softy again. problem. No, no, no. Come on. His teams go to the playoffs every year. But they end up hating him. Like, Jose Mourinho, like, two years, and you know he's done. Right? Because just my point is, it's got to be more than just the quarterback's fault. Of course, of course, like, of course. Yeah. But my point is, is that exactly, right? It's more, yeah. of course, it's more than the quarterback's fault. But it's like you for give him a chance to learn so he doesn't just like get thrown into the fire. Like it's just unfair. It's unfair to them. So some people say learn by trial by fire, right? Yeah. Well, like throwing Justin Fields against, uh, uh, what's the, Brown's lineman there. That's amazing. Uh, oh, uh, Garrett. Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Like, that's just evil. That's evil. And sacked nine times. It's incredible. Like, that's just going to kill his confidence. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. It's just, obviously, there's thoughts to it. But, anyways, let's keep going here, boys. What's next? I think we should wrap up with fantasy options. What do you think? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. You guys Let's are the it. fantasy gurus. Wow. Well, uh, I mean, wow. Well. Currently, ask. you're right there with Drew, just sitting outside <laughs> of the playoffs. I'm just saying. Just saying. Um, but yeah, um, sure. Let's do. Let's talk some fantasy. Let's, let's just here. let me just put a pause on that because in the long term, I might go eight and eight or 50 percent if I'm lucky. But top three QBs for this week. Who's gonna have big games? Uh, why don't you go first, Drew? You want to get? You want me to give my top three? Yeah, 
Who would you if you got a you got to pick fantasy? Who are you uh, picking? Well, Look I think Tom, I think Tom Brady has a big day. Obviously, um, I think Baker Mayfield is a sneaky play this week. Uh, the, the Vikings defense is terrible. And no, 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 Jarvis. OBJ is back. He's got a couple good okay. tight ends there. Yeah, it could be all right. And and the two running backs out of the backfield catch balls too. Um, and then I like either quarterback from the Rams or Cardinals game, like <laughs> Kyler or Matthew yeah. Stafford. I think people forget about how good Matthew Stafford really is. Oh, he's he was so buried good. in Detroit for forever. Yeah, so he's got he's got serious weapons. Yeah, and yeah, he's so. a free man. He's a free man. I like it. I like it. Go ahead, Dan. I was gonna say I was gonna add in. Um, well, obviously Josh Allen's gonna kill it against Houston, but uh, uh, look out for a sneaky Joe Burrow game this tomorrow night. Oh, he's got Jacksonville on. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can see him throwing for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. So, oh, sure uh, you could. <laughs> and uh, I'm predicting that right now, Drew, three hundred yards, three touchdowns minimum. Um, minimum. Jamar Chase. Wow. Jamar Chase is getting uh, another two touchdowns. He's a stud. Um, I'm Where's also saying look out, look out for yeah look out for a sneaky Ryan Tannehill game as well. Um, okay. With uh, with them playing the Jets, he's gonna get the passing game going. Julio, if uh, if he com- if those two touchdowns weren't called back as throws, he would have had a good week last week. So mm. Ryan Tannehill, he's picking it up right now. Since you guys covered a lot, I'm gonna pick one. I'm thinking. Uh... Jameis. <laughs> Jameis. Jameis. I think he's going to have a good game. I think he's going to Jameis. Jameis. Um, yeah, I love that name. It's such a fun name to say. Uh, any, any, uh, quarter, any, uh, sorry, wide receivers coming to mind for this week? Mm. It's so hard to pick wide receivers. You never know. Like, yeah. You never give me it, one. No. Give me one under the radar or somebody you think he's going to do decent this week. Um, looking at matchups, looking at matchups. Well, I don't know. You go first, Dan. <laughs> I was looking at the same thing. Um, you know, uh, this is crazy. Like, obviously, there's the obvious ones, like yeah, like that. But uh, yeah, we're talking sneaky ones. Like, guys can pick ones. off the. Pick up off the waiver. Can we do? Oh yeah, pick up off. I like. Uh, I know they're playing Cleveland this week, um, yeah. but I like um, Kendrick Osborne on Minnesota. Um, okay. I don't know. That's that's kind of a. He's probably on your waiver wire. Yeah. A guy you could pick up. Oh, he's probably not on the waiver wire, but uh, Michael Pittman. Junior, yeah. the Colts, Pascal Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley from the Bills is always. He seems to be always available in in leagues, but he's really good, consistent. Yeah. Especially yeah. with PPR, like pick him up. Yeah. That's fair. I'm thinking. I honestly don't even know. Uh, Marvin Jones from the Bengals. Cole Beasley, Marvin, no, Marvin Jones plays for the Jacksonville, yeah. but yeah, it, was, it says at Bengals. Sorry, he's yeah. playing at the. Yeah, 
My bad. Uh, Marvin Jones, uh, you already talked about Cole Beasley. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Is, I like it. Yeah. This is, uh, this is kind of, I, I like fantasy football, but I also don't like fantasy football because there's just so many options to choose from. Right? And that's what makes that's it so interesting. Fun. I know, I know. But it's like, at least in basketball, I know <laughs> there's, a, there's a, a smaller group to choose from. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. Let's wrap it up. How are we wrapping it up, coach? Or Drew? God the father, guys. God the father. Um, you guys have a little little more, let's say, an easier time of talking about your faith since you're both reverends. Me, myself, have a bit of a harder time. So God the Father is kind of one of the easiest things to, to slap on our shirt. Just talks about your faith. It's a good conversation starter. Um, bought Pops two shirts. He loves them. Yeah, and if you know Jonathan, you know he likes to talk about God. And he doesn't need a conversation starter. But... Uh, you know, he's, he's enjoying the shirts and looking to add a few more to his collection. If you are in the same boat looking to some, add some nice nice merch and uh, spread the word of God around, godthefather.com. Check them out. Sports Revs 15. Get a little discount. And uh, get them real quick. And we'll have, to, we'll have to get Jonathan to take a few pictures, I think. We still haven't taken any pictures of him, but uh, we'll tell him to bring the shirts when he comes to visit over Thanksgiving. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Guys, what's going on this week? Nothing. Wow. <laughs> awesome. A, this Great. is the calm. It's the calm before the storm, before Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, are, are your churches doing anything specific for Thanksgiving or that you can give away right now? Uh, we're just trying to figure out if we could be open. That's sort of a week <laughs> week to week game, right? We now. will do uh, some hamper giveaways. To we usually do some families that are in need. We do uh, turkey baskets, basically, and mm-hmm. a basket that basically they can co- cook a, a turkey meal in an easier way. Because um, even some people don't have ovens down where we live, so um, we make a make it possible for them. So we do a few of those for sure, and. And, um, yeah, we usually do a big football game on Friday with the youth. And uh, it's usually most of the youth don't know. They only know <laughs> basketball all right, or yeah. soccer. So teaching them football rules is pretty funny. Uh, it takes me 10 minutes to get them organized. When we start, that just turns into a giant tackle fest, and it's just chaos. But it's a good time. Sounds fun. Uh, so we'll try that again. We're going to try it again. Football Our Friday. contact's just in time. Perfect. Perfect. What about you, coach? You got anything going on? Nope. Just working on my application for the coaching thing. Get that sorted out. And uh, looking forward to mom and pops coming into town this weekend. Papa and mama Chandran. Let's go. Let's go. Butter chicken, baby. Let's go. (laughs) I'm looking for some, I'm looking forward to some home cooked meals. Uber eats has been too much. Too much. All right. All right. Well, world, Thanks for tuning in. We will see y'all next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Wait for it. <laughs>